You're listening to the Holy Bible One Year Challenge with master storyteller Michael Wood, featuring the easy-to-read version and used by permission from Bible Week International. Enjoy the show! Hello, everyone. Welcome to Day 250. We're continuing in the book of Isaiah. And in chapter 14, there is a song about the king of Babylon. It's the type of song that, if it existed today, would probably be more like rap. Because it's all talking trash about the king of Babylon and how bad he is and all the bad things that's going to happen to him. There's even a part where he goes to hell. And the word that's used is Sheol, which is another word for hell. And there's this whole scene that plays out in the song where the king of Babylon goes to hell. And there's all these kings there waiting for him saying, hey, what's going on? Welcome to hell. There's also some other colorful language, such as the broom of destruction that sweeps Babylon away. And I'm very curious what that actually is. But of course, there's more than one song. God gives a message to Philistia, where the Philistines are from. And then there's a message to Moab. And these are all different songs, pretty much talking trash and what the Lord's going to do to everybody. It's post-apocalyptic poetry. And of course, there is a light in all the darkness, and that is more prophecy about a new king that will come. A new king from David's family who will be loyal, loving, and kind. We're also continuing in the book of 2 Corinthians. Paul is still on the subject of giving. And in chapter 9, Paul gives an interesting metaphor. He says that The one who plants a few seeds will have a small harvest, and the one who plants a lot will have a big harvest. He's talking about giving, and what we see is how believers, the performance of the believers, has a direct impact on the blessings of God. This is a slightly different message than what we hear about grace and God's grace. There's nothing we can do to deserve God's love. But in this manner, when it comes to giving, There seems to be a relationship between the amount that people give and the blessings God gives back. If you enjoy the show, visit me at patreon.com forward slash storymaster. You'll find the link in the description box below. By contributing as little as $1 per month, you will enable me to continue this ministry. And you'll get cool rewards too. Together, we're going to get through the Bible in one year. Let's get started. Isaiah chapter 14, Israel will return home. The Lord will again show his love to Jacob. He will again choose the people of Israel. He will give them their land. Then the non-Israelites will join the Israelites, and both will become one family, Jacob's family. Those nations will bring the Israelites back to their land. The men and women from the other nations will become slaves to Israel. In the past, those people forced the Israelites to become their slaves. But in the future, the Israelites will defeat those nations, and Israel will rule over them in the Lord's land. In the past, you were slaves. People forced you to work hard. But the Lord will take away the hard work you were forced to do. A song about the king of Babylon. 
At that time, you will begin to sing this song about the king of Babylon. The king was cruel when he ruled us, but now his rule is finished. The Lord breaks the scepter of evil rulers. He takes away their power. In anger, the king of Babylon beat the people. He never stopped beating them. He was an evil ruler who ruled in anger. He never stopped hurting people. But now, the whole country rests and is quiet. Now the people begin to celebrate. You were an evil king, and now you are finished. Even the pine trees are happy. The cedar trees of Lebanon rejoice. They say, the king chopped us down, but now the king has fallen, and he will never stand again. The place of death is excited that you are coming. Sheol is waking the spirits of all the leaders of the earth for you. Sheol is making the kings stand up from their thrones to meet you. They will make fun of you, saying, Now you are as dead as we are. Now you are just like us. Your pride has been sent down to Sheol. The music from your harps announces the coming of your proud spirit. Maggots will be the bed you lie on, and other worms will cover your body like a blanket. You were like the morning star. You have fallen from the sky. In the past, all the nations on earth bowed down before you, but now you have been cut down. You always told yourself, I will go to the skies above. I will put my throne above God's stars. I will sit on Zaphon, the holy mountain where the gods meet. I will go up the tops of the clouds. I will be like God most high. But that did not happen. You were brought down to the deep pit, Sheol, the place of death. People will come to look at your dead body. They will think about you and say, Is this the same man? who caused great fear in all the kingdoms on earth, who destroyed cities and turned the land into a desert, who captured people in war and would not let them go home? The kings of other nations lie buried with honor, each king with his own grave. But you were thrown out far from your grave, like a rotting branch cut from a tree. You are like a dead man who fell in battle, trampled under the feet of other soldiers. Now. You look like any other dead man, wrapped in burial clothes. Other kings have their own graves, but you will not join them, because you ruined your own country and killed your own people. So your wicked descendants will be stopped. Prepare to kill his children, because their father is guilty. His children will never take control of the land. They will never fill the world with their cities, the Lord All-Powerful said. I will stand and fight against those people. I will destroy the famous city Babylon. I will destroy all the people there. I will destroy their children, their grandchildren, and their great-grandchildren. The Lord himself said this. I will change Babylon. It will be a place for animals, not people. It will be a swamp. I will use the broom of destruction to sweep Babylon away. The Lord, all-powerful, said this. God will also punish 
Assyria. The Lord All-Powerful made this promise. This will happen exactly as I meant for it to happen. It will happen just the way I planned. I will destroy the king of Assyria in my country. I will trample him on my mountains. He forced my people to be his slaves. He put a yoke on their necks. But that pole will be taken off Judah's neck, and that burden will be removed. This is what I plan to do for this land. I will use my power to punish all those nations. When the Lord All-Powerful makes a plan, no one can change it. When he raises his arm to punish, no one can stop him. God's message to Philistia. This message was given to me the year King Ahaz died. Country of Philistia, don't be happy that the king who beat you is now dead. It is true that his rule has ended, but his son will come and rule. It will be like one snake giving birth to a more dangerous one. The new king will be like a quick and dangerous snake to you. But even the poorest of my people will be able to eat safely, and their children will be able to lie down and feel safe. But I will make your family die from hunger, and your enemy will kill anyone who survives. People near the city gates cry. People in the city cry out. Everyone in Philistia, your courage will melt like hot wax. Look to the north. There is a cloud of dust. An army is coming, and everyone in that army is strong. But what will the messengers from that nation report about us? They will say, The Lord made Zion strong, and his poor people went there for safety. Isaiah chapter 15. God's message to Moab. This is a message about Moab. One night, armies took the wealth from Ar and Moab, and the city was destroyed. One night, armies took the wealth from Kir and Moab, and the city was destroyed. The king's family and the people of Dibon go to their places of worship to cry. The people of Moab are crying for Nebo and Medeba. They have shaved their heads and beards to show their sorrow. Everywhere in Moab, on the housetops and in the streets, People are wearing rags. Everyone is crying in Heshbon and Eliela. They are crying loudly. You can hear their voices as far away as Jahaz. Even the soldiers are frightened. They are shaking with fear. My heart cries full of sorrow for Moab. Its people run away to Zor for safety. They run to Iglath, Shelishiyah. The people are crying as they go up the road to Luhith. You can hear their cries of sorrow as they follow the road to Horonaim. But Nimrim Brook is as dry as a desert. The grass has dried up and the plants are all dead. Nothing is green. So the people gather up everything they own and carry it across the Valley of Willows. You can hear crying everywhere in Moab as far away as Eglame and Bir Elim, the water of Dimon is full of blood, and I will bring even more troubles to Dimon. 
few people living in Moab have escaped the enemy, but I will send lions to eat them. Isaiah chapter 16. You people should send a gift to the king of the land. You should send a lamb from Selah through the desert to the mountain in the city of Jerusalem. The women of Moab tried to cross the river Arnon. They run around looking for help like little birds that have fallen from their nest. They say, Help us. Tell us what to do. Protect us from our enemies. As shade protects us from the noon sun. We are running from our enemies. Hide us. Don't give us to our enemies. People from Moab were forced to leave their homes. So let them live in your land. Hide them from their enemies. The robbing will stop. The enemy will be defeated. The men who hurt the people will be gone from the land. Then a new king will come. He will be from David's family. He will be loyal, loving, and kind. He will be a king who judges fairly. He will do what is right and good. We have heard that the people of Moab are proud and conceited. They are hot-tempered boasters, but their boasts are only empty words. Because of their pride, everyone in Moab will mourn. They will wish for the way things used to be. They will wish for the raisin cakes from Kir Haraseth. The fields of Heshbon and the vines of Sibma no longer grow grapes. The foreign rulers have destroyed the vines. The fields of Heshbon and the vines of Sibma no longer grow grapes. Foreign rulers have destroyed the vines. The enemy has reached Jazer and has spread into the desert and down to the sea. I will cry with the people of Jazer and Sibma because the grapes have been destroyed. I will cry with the people of Heshbon and Eliela because there will be no harvest. There will be no summer fruit. And there will be no shouts of joy for the harvest. There will be no joy and happiness in the orchard. I will end the happy singing and shouting in the vineyard. The grapes are ready to make wine, but they will all be ruined. So I will hum a sad song from Moab and Kir Heres, like a harp playing a funeral song. The people of Moab will go to their places of worship and make a great effort to worship. They will go to their temple to pray, but it will not help them. The Lord said these things about Moab many times. And now the Lord said, in three years, counting as exactly as a hired helper would, all those people and the things they are proud of will be gone. Only a few of their weakest people will be left. Second Corinthians chapter 9, verses 6 through 15. Remember this. The one who plants a few seeds will have a small harvest, but the one who plants a lot will have a big harvest. Each one of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give. You should not give if it makes you unhappy or if you feel forced to give. God loves those who are happy to give, and God can give you more blessings than you need, and you will always have plenty of everything. You will have enough to give to every good work, as the scriptures say. They were unselfish 
and gave to the poor. The good things they did will last forever. God is the one who gives seed to those who plant, and he gives bread for food. And God will give you spiritual seed and make that seed grow. He will produce a great harvest from your goodness. God will make you rich in every way so that you can always give freely and your giving through us will make people give thanks to God. The service you are offering helps God's people with their needs, but that is not all it does. It is also bringing more and more thanks to God. This service is a proof of your faith and people will praise God because of it. They will praise God that you freely share what you have with them and with all people. They will praise him because they see you following the good news about Christ that you openly accepted. And when they pray, they will wish they could be with you. They will feel this way because of the great grace that God gave you. Thanks be to God for his gift that is too wonderful to describe. Psalm 106, verses 1 through 15. Praise the Lord. Give thanks to the Lord because he is good. His faithful love will continue forever. No one can describe how great the Lord really is. No one can praise him enough. Those who obey his commands are happy. They do good things all the time. Lord, remember when you show kindness to your people. Remember to save me too. Let me share in the good things you do for your chosen people. Let me rejoice with your nation. Let me join with your people in praise. We sinned just as our ancestors did. We were wrong. We did bad things. Lord, our ancestors learned nothing from the miracles you did in Egypt. They forgot your kindness at the Red Sea and rebelled against you. For the Lord saved our ancestors for the honor of his name to show his great power. He gave the command and the Red Sea became dry. He led them through the deep sea on land as dry as the desert. He saved our ancestors and rescued them from their enemies. He covered their enemies with the sea. Not one of them escaped. Then our ancestors believed what he had said and they sang praises to him. They quickly forgot about what he did. They did not listen to his advice. In the desert, they longed for food in a way that tested God's patience. He gave them what they asked for, but he also gave them a terrible disease. Thank you, everyone. That was day 250. Join us for day 251, continuing in the book of Isaiah. Egypt gets some attention. Remember Egypt and all their gods and all their splendor? Isaiah prophesies about their demise. In fact, God hurts them where it counts, the Nile River. But then somewhere in all that poetry, Egypt also gets restored to the Lord. And in the book of 2 Corinthians, Paul is being challenged by the Corinthian church that, hey, his letters are really bold and intense, but in person, Paul's a little bit weak. You'll have to join us to see what Paul says about these allegations. We hope you enjoyed today's verses. 
Be sure to leave us a positive review and to share this podcast with your friends and family. Please join us for the next episode as we experience the Bible in one year. Did you know we offer online courses in creative writing, literature, and web design? Visit us at storymaster.online to learn more.